Hey, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries daily podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow spiritually so you can grow personally. Let's grow together by building a consistent Bible reading routine. This is Jen, your host, and today we will be discussing the book of Exodus. Well, hello and happy Friday, friends and faithful listeners. You've tuned into the P40 Ministries podcast this morning. And hi, my name is Jen and I am the host. And thank you so much for tuning in on this beautiful Friday afternoon or morning, whenever you choose to listen. I hope you guys are looking forward to Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Do you guys do uh, Black Friday shopping? I personally do not. I am not a fan of the crowds. I used to kind of like it back when I was a teenager, but now I'm just like, eh, I just don't want to anymore. <laughs> not worth it to me. I can just do it online if I even need anything, which typically I don't because by this point in time, I'm already knowing what I want to give people for Christmas and everything. So to me, Black Friday shopping is just not worth it. But let me know if you enjoy Black Friday shopping. Contact me at www.p40ministries.com slash contact. And uh, let me uh, get to know you a little bit and tell me if you enjoy Black Friday shopping. Okay, so let's go ahead and read the Bible today. Let's talk about Exodus 32 verses 15 through 24. We are in a very interesting portion of scripture with the whole golden calf thing. So let's see how Moses responds to these people. I'm going to be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible as I always do. Moses turned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand. Tablets that were written on both their sides. They were written on one side and on the other. The tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. He said, It isn't the voice of those who shout for victory, and it's not the voice of those who cry for being overcome, but the noise of those who sing that I hear. As soon as he came near to the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing. Then Moses' anger grew hot, and he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them beneath the mountain. He took the calf which they had made and burned it with fire, ground it into powder, and scattered it onto the water, and made the children of Israel drink it. Moses said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you have brought such a great sin on them? Aaron said, Don't let the anger of my Lord grow hot. You know the people that they are set on evil. For they said to me, Make us gods which shall go before us. As for this Moses, this man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what's become of him. I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let them take it off. So they gave it to me. I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. Aaron reminds me a little bit of me. (laughs) Like, you know, when you're a kid and your mom, uh, you know, finds out that you did something bad and you like exaggerate and pretend like it didn't happen the way it happened. That's what Aaron reminds me of. And I used to do that when I was a kid. But anyway, so Moses comes down from the mountain and you remember that he was up on the mountain for 40 days and God was giving him like the blueprints of this temple that he wanted the people to build. Now, this temple was supposed to be used with the gold that the people had. These people were super rich. They had 
tons of money. They had tons of cattle, tons of everything because the Egyptians like gave it all to them so that the Israelites would leave because they were so terrified of the Israelites and of God. So they wanted God and the Israelites to just get out of Egypt. And so they gave the Israelites tons and tons of stuff. So God was asking Moses to make him a temple where God could come and literally live with his people. But of course, there would have to be rules set in place so that people wouldn't just die in God's presence because God's presence was just too great for the people. But the one thing that God had asked Moses to ask the people to do was to voluntarily give money and give gifts and give gold so that they could, um, you know, build the temple in the right way. And God even said, it's whoever wants to do this. You know, it wasn't something that was mandatory. It was voluntary. God was asking for voluntary givers to give money for this temple. But instead of giving that money for God's temple, these people were getting sick of waiting for Moses up on that mountain for 40 days. And they took some of their gold and they gave it to Aaron so that he could make them a god. And so Aaron, you know, is doing all this like stuff. He's making this little calf. He's engraving it. He's doing all this fancy work on it so that the people can have a calf god. You remember the people came out of Egypt and calves and cows and, you know, cattle were all worshipped so much. And the people were probably so used to that and were used to those gods. And that's what they were looking for. They wanted their old gods back. They wanted their own comforts from Egypt back, even though they were complete slaves in Egypt. They wanted those Egyptian comforts that they had, and they wanted those back. And you see that they want all this stuff back because they were complaining before about how they didn't have their Egyptian cuisine, and they didn't have this, and they didn't have that, and they, and you know, they wanted all this stuff from God. And now they're trying to get some of that back by making this golden calf. So God tells Moses what is happening up on this mountain. He's like, your people have gone corrupt. They're having orgies down there. You know, they're they're worshiping this golden calf that um, they made with that gold. And so God is telling Moses up on that mountain, you need to go down to your people and, you know, I'm going to slaughter all of them. Like, that's basically what God says. But Moses intervenes for the people and uh, he says to God, you know, he, he gives this very he- heartfelt prayer and he's like, please don't destroy the people. So God does not destroy the people. So Moses is now coming down the mountain. And you remember that Joshua was also on the mountain, but he was not up with Moses. He was down a little bit. So maybe he saw God's presence or heard some of the stuff. I don't know. We don't know what happened with Joshua up on the mountain, but Joshua was in fact with Moses and uh, Joshua was basically Moses's assistant. And this was the same Joshua who was eventually going to take over for Moses once Moses died. So Joshua was also up on the mountain. Moses starts coming down the mountain and we don't know how long it took for Moses to climb up and down the mountain. I have no clue. But finally he reaches Joshua and Joshua's like, Moses, like, I'm hearing all these people down in the camp and it sounds like there's a war going on. They're being so loud and they're some distance away. But I, I mean, they're being so loud. I can hear it all the way up here. And so Moses is like, OK. And Joshua says, you know, it's not like it's not like they're having a war where they're, you know, crying out in victory because they just won it or, you know, they're being overcome by their enemies. You know, they're losing the battle. It's not like that. It's like singing and dancing that I hear. So Moses and Joshua walk down the mountain and it says that 
Moses comes near to the camp in verse 19, and he sees the golden calf and all the dancing. So then Moses became infuriated because he sees the people just going wild, having this feast, having this drunken party, having sex, who knows what they were doing. And so he throws these stone tablets that he had that were literally made from God's own hand. He throws them onto the ground in anger. So some people say that this was like a righteous act that Moses did. Some people say that, you know, he was terrible for throwing these these stone tablets down on the ground. And I kind of side with that one a little bit. (laughs) You know, Moses had some anger issues. Those were made by God. Moses did not have to throw the stone tablets on the ground. But some people say that, you know, Moses was like demonstrating the breaking of God's law, which to me, um, I guess kind of a little bit makes sense because later on, Moses has to rewrite the Ten Commandments uh, and engrave them into the stone. God does not do it. So the symbolism there, I guess, kind of makes sense where, you know, God had this perfect, nice, beautiful stone tablets that he gave the law on the first 10 commandments. And that was broken by the people. And then Moses had to rewrite it in his own, own hand, you know, which would have been imperfect. So I don't know. I mean, I guess the symbolism could be there a little bit, but either way, Moses had anger issues, and in my opinion, I don't know if he should have thrown (laughs) the tablets on the ground, but he did, and, um, you know, he was, he was so upset. So he sees all these people, and so he takes the uh, golden calf, which I can imagine, I imagine it as not being very big. Like, sometimes you see the pictures, and it's huge. I personally think that it was kind of small and, uh, you know, it had to have been small enough that Aaron could make it and carry it around and, um, you know, it wouldn't have taken him that long to engrave it, you know, because, I mean, Moses was only up on the mountain for 40 days and it was during that time period that the people became restless. So it couldn't have been that long from Aaron to make this golden calf. So anyway, Moses takes it and he basically puts it into the fire (laughs) and then once it's like liquidy he grinds it down into powder which I don't know how all this works because I have no clue how gold functions I don't understand this but once it becomes a powder Moses takes the powder and he throws it into the water like the drinking water for the people of Israel so then he makes everybody who was worshiping this calf drink this uh liquid gold (laughs) when i was a little kid i actually didn't realize that he had ground it down into powder actually no i wasn't even a little kid this was like two years ago i believed this i thought that moses actually made them drink the hot gold liquid (laughs) and i remember discussing that with my husband and and my husband was like no i don't think so jen that would kill them and i was like well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but then when I reread it a few years ago, I was like, oh, he put it into powder and put it on the water. So I don't know what that would do to people. I can't imagine it was that bad because it was only a little bit of gold in a large bit of large bunch of water. So at the most, maybe it gave them a stomach ache. I don't know, but um, it didn't kill the people. But so Moses put the powder of gold into the water and made the people drink it. And this was to like symbolize like, look how good your God is. You know, I just 
grounded up. What are you going to do about it? What's this calf God going to do about it? Clearly this God is nothing. And so he makes that gold literally unusable and turns it into, um, you know, something that the people would literally be eating and pooping out. So it became literal crap. (laughs) Yes, I'm pretty sure that's what Moses was doing with it. So anyway, after that, he goes and talks with Aaron and he says to Aaron, he's like, what have you done? Why would you do this? Why would you go along with these people like this? What happened? So Aaron says to Moses, he's like, look, just calm down, you know, like just chill out. Everything's good. Everything's fine. And he says, you know, all these people, you know how evil they are. You know how they want to do all this stuff. And he's like, they came up to me and they asked me to make us make them a God. And so I told them, you know, just take the earrings out of your ears and uh, the gold earrings and I'll throw them into the fire and I'll see what comes out is basically what he told Moses. So he was making it seem like this calf, this golden calf was like a miracle that came out of the fire. He's just like, yeah, you know, I threw all that gold in and all of a sudden, oh, look, here's this calf. It just like came out. So the people worshiped it. And yeah, I don't know if Moses bought that story. I really doubt it, but that kind of is where it ends here. (laughs) It's just Aaron making this ridiculous excuse. But one thing I should mention, though, before I end this podcast episode is when Moses was grinding down that calf, the people did not seem to really be um, trying to stop him too much because we'll see in the future when Moses comes down from the mountain later on his face was actually glowing so he had like some of God's glory like uh, radiating off of him and so I don't know if that's what happened here because he was in God's presence for 40 days maybe he had just like a different glow about him I don't know but they did not try to stop Moses and I don't know why maybe it was because they realized that Moses was in God's presence and they weren't about to confront that but one way or the other Moses proved to the people that this God was nothing but their own creation. It was not God. And uh, Moses was the one who had just encountered the real God. So we'll see what happens next. So join me on Monday to finish out this episode from Exodus chapter 32. And then after that, we're going to be moving into the holiday season. Isn't that crazy? I just put my Christmas tree up yesterday, actually. And uh, yeah, it, it... turned out pretty good. I have a 12 foot tree now, so it is very tall and I had to get used to climbing up and down that ladder 5 billion times. But yeah, it was worth it. It's kind of cool looking now that it's up. But man, while I was doing it, I was regretting every minute of that 12 foot tree. (laughs) And on top of that, I went from a four foot tree to a 12 foot tree and I only had ornaments enough for a four foot tree, which is funny because I made them stretch and uh, somehow they ended up covering pretty much the front part of the tree, which I didn't worry about the back, but whatever. Anyway, friends and faithful listeners, I do hope that you have a fantastic weekend and that you are blessed. And as I say at the end of every single podcast episode, happy listening and God bless.